live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on May 7th, 2018 to hit the internets the next day, May 8th, 2018. How are you? How's it going? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, did you? Did you sit around, you know, binging, you know, Hell's Kitchen or I don't know, whatever people binge. <laughs> I don't own a TV. It's a lie, but I do. Uh, so how was your weekend? Everything good? Yeah. All right. Okay. I had some big plans. And I didn't do any of them. Uh, not at all. I'm looking at this. What, I've said this a thousand times, just looking at the computer. I'm sorry to go off on a tangent. What, 35 seconds in? Um, why Why does anyone, anyone, here we are in 2018. I, I mean, I don't even want to give you a pass for like five years ago, but I will. Why are we in 2018 paying attention to what Skip Bayless says? It, it, is, it is an act. It is a phony display of contrarianism something. I mean... It's a character flaw if you seriously are, are engaging in a discussion about that man. Except if it's this discussion to say, why are you even having it? I, I, I don't get it. Anyways, so there's some big things going around the Sacramento area this weekend. And guess what? I didn't do either, any of them. So first, there was the Cannabis Cup, which I thought about going to. It was pretty interesting. They, it was going to be like 1997. Lauren Hill was there. Cypress Hill. All the hills. I think Anita Hill was there. Uh, and then some like D-rate rappers, you know. I, I don't know. Well, I think that actually, I mean, I guess in the rap world, Lil Wayne, Gucci Mane. Is, is he Gucci, Gucci Mane at uh, the, the the Celtics game with, with Robert Kraft and, uh, and Meek Mill? Is there a bigger pander? I don't even say pander. I, don't even, I guess pandering to being cool than Robert Kraft. Dude, stop, stop. Visiting Meek Mill in jail. It's, anyways, uh, but I didn't go to that. I, I thought, it, I looked at some videos online. And I was like, it looks like a douchebag festival, and I don't want to go to it. So decided not to, although it looked on, on the hat on the news. It seemed pretty interesting, so didn't go to that. And then there was Friday night, uh, which I thought was Saturday, at Rayleigh Field, which is where the AAA uh, San Francisco Giants play. They were going to have a brew fest there. $50. Oh, you can drink. Yeah, let's fucking do it, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah, drinking. Um and they were going to have all – they had 50 different brewers. Uh, like I said, all you could drink all around the uh, – the uh what do you call it warning track so you'd be on the field like one of the players i wouldn't dare boo anyone though oh boy i could maybe a beat writer could write about me which we'll get into uh but i screwed up the day i thought it was saturday so i was about three beers deep and i was like hey let, let me look up the details on this brew thing and i was like well we got an issue it's going on right now and i'm not moving because it's friday night and i sit still and do nothing on friday night because that, that's it's actually my favorite you know part of the week I make a pizza and I drink beer. I watch sports. I fall asleep. Is that boring? Yeah, it can. But you know, it's the one constant. That one constant in our life, Ray, was baseball. I don't know the whole thing. But so I didn't go to any of those things. So I, I let you down. I thought to myself, oh, podcast material, podcast material. It's going to be good. And I didn't go to either. Would have been good. I would have had a story for you other than, hey, could have had a story for you, right? Plus, imagine all the idiots that would have like, thought they were playing baseball drunk on a field. <laughs> I'm going to hit a home run! And I would have been incredibly annoyed at that. And, uh, I don't know, start bumming cigarettes off of people as I get the look from my wife and say, Ugh. There's probably no smoking on the field. God, you probably would have been arrested and thrown in jail. Like, booing a player. Uh, so that's that. I guess I got a few reactions from some people <laughs> about uh, my, my, you know, not drinking during the week, which here we are again, back to, you know, hey, listen, I made up for it on those days, but we're back. And, uh, you know, there's that there's that period in life where you have to start hitting the gym. It's not to uh, look good. It's to just stay the same. So 
I remember when I, I, I hit the 27, 28 mark and I thought I was, you know, it, it didn't see, <laughs> I wasn't getting into like the best shape that I thought I would. I mean, I have a beer or two, uh, and then I'd get in the car and I'd smoke a cigarette on the way to the gym, work out, smoke a cigarette on the way home and have two more beers. Yeah. I'd do that four or five times a week. I'm like, Whoa, what's going on? I'm not Zach Efron. What is this? What's happening here? I don't think Zach Efron was relevant then, but still, you know, you know what I mean? I, hey, I'm not, uh, I always want to say Brad Pitt cause I have no one else. Uh, I don't know. I'm not some chiseled statue of manliness. There we go. Long winded to the point, but that's that. Um, other people have also, uh, just staying around, staying in the local area. Some people have, uh, been very interested in the turkeys around my house. I really thought it was kind of a quick thing. I, I, I talk about, or, you know, have little videos on Twitter. People are like, where do you live? I live right outside of Sacramento and, and other people have brought up, I think WFAN trades. I, I was on WFAN trades. Uh, he, he has a show now. If you follow him on at WFAN trades, it's uh, you know, just talking shit, talking Twitter, talking whatever. It's an interesting little listen. I, I appear on it sometimes. And he asked me, he's like, you know, well, why don't you shoot the turkeys? You know, it's just like, <laughs> this is Northern California. You'd be thrown in prison. Fuck due process. That's over. I mean, they, 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 they have a parade for the, the, these turkeys. They, they'd elect them to office and, uh, you know, I mean, put them up in, I want to say a canopy, but, you know, no, but have a parade for them and put them and lift them up over their heads. I mean, come on, let's be, let's be real here. But I, I didn't see the turkeys today, but I, I saw that there's the female and the male with the big fe- Did you just assume the turkey's gender? I did. It, but, the, I mean, the, the big feathers and, yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to fight. I hear them in the morning, you know. I hear them in the morning like you'd hear... I don't know. You all live in different places. Uh, like you would hear the traffic, like you'd hear a police car. I, I hear them and they like laugh like a maniacal person, like, <laughs> like, like Pink Floyd, whereas the lunatic is on the lawn, like that laugh, like that. That's what, that's what it's like. <laughs> that's the life I'm living right now. But you know who's living really good? The New York baseball Yankees. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, 15 out of their last 16 wins. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what what else can I say? I mean, Glaber Torres, uh, a little bit of hot dogging. All right. But I'll, I'll I'll give the, I'll give the kid a pass. All right. I don't need to see the turnaround going on the home run trot, uh, you know, every time, but come on. I'll, I'll, everyone deserves a mulligan. All right. That's not, not, I'm not going to go too crazy. Old man, Brian isn't going to come out yet, but he is ready to swing open that fucking door. Uh, but, but we'll let it go. Domingo Herman, who I thought, honestly, uh, I, I did not think he would be much of a starter at all. I look at his body and I know no small pitchers have ever done anything. I mean, Pedro Martinez, I mean, very subpar career, very wiry guys like that, especially, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I didn't think he'd be able to, uh, step up to the plate. Yes. Throwing no hitter. Yeah. No hitter in uh six, seven innings. Yeah, I, I think he'd say he, he stepped up to the moment. I, I'd say so. So. That's the Yankees, uh, and they're going into a series with the Red Sox, and that should start, well, not should start, it will start Tuesday, and you see crybaby David fucking Price. Oh, my goodness. So, I, I wanted to jump into this real quick. Now, obviously, the Red Sox, you know, for as great as the Yankees have played, they're still in second place. You know, they're, they're still, the Red Sox are still a juggernaut. They, that's because they have Mookie Betts, who's leading the league in basically everything. Uh, basically everything at this point, but we don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. We don't know what the, his status will be going forward in this series. He's hurt. I think he was bowling too much. Uh, his eardrums popped because Jessica Mendoza was laughing too hard because he was such a great bowler, something along those lines. I wasn't really sure, but, uh, he, 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 I don't even know what happened to him actually, but, uh, let me look up. Let me see here. Let me see here. Yeah, so David Price, who reminds me very much of my, uh, you know, 
kid I played Little League with, you know, whenever he was doing great on the mound, he didn't have any issues, no health issues whatsoever, just firing that fastball by everyone. Well, what other pitch were we going to throw in Little League? Maybe somebody threw a curveball, and that was about it. But, I mean, he was great, but I'll tell you, when he started shitting the bed and he was getting shellacked, wow, just, you know, I just uh, tightened up on him. It was a little rough. So, uh, David Price, who is, I think, the world's biggest baby. Let me check. Yes, he is. Yes, that that's confirmed. Okay, good. So, he... He is now saying, and listen, I'll feel bad to a certain extent if this is actually true, but he says here, let's go. It's uh, picked up by Yahoo is the Eagle Tribune, which I, I don't know what that is. So the last time David Price, you know, was against the Yankees, they kicked the shit out of him, which I believe has been a historical event. Um, so he left that last game because what he had a numbness in his fingers. Right. And then the next day was thrown fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. But so now he's saying here, uh, da, 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 da. he struggled to command any pitch in his arsenal. He's lifted it. Ever since I was a little kid, hands and feet, they've always been extremely cold. Price told CNHI sports, Boston. Then you mix in the cold weather. Well, I'm glad the Red Sox did their uh, homework with this. Cause it's good that they don't play in a cold weather area when postseason occurs. So that's, that's a good thing. That's a good job of scouting there. Um, he said, and then he makes a bunch of excuses of why, when he did pitch well, cause it was warmer. So I will, he's already building in his excuses to get, get bombed on Wednesday, which I absolutely love because he is the world's biggest crybaby you've ever seen in your life. He has never taken any accountability for anything he's done professionally on a baseball f- field whenever things don't go wrong, don't go right for him. They, they, he, that's what he, he is the epitome of crybaby asshole. He deserves to be booed. Can, can I say that? Can I, can I do that? Guys? Guys? Can I boo? Uh, so this, and I, and I have to be fair here. I have to be fair. Price did not bring this up. I think the, the writer of this sort of insinuated, well, they look like they're getting, they're asking the league for some sort of exception. And I heard this first on WEI. This morning, and Jerry Callahan, one of the hosts, was saying, "Exception to what?" And that's what I kept saying: "Exception to what? What? I mean, he's getting more money than than God. I mean, he's getting thirty million dollars a year to be a below-average pitcher and cry and be, you know. But don't worry, Pete Abraham will always be there for you. He will. He will always protect you. Uh, but so the writer says, "How about this?" So the question becomes. What can the Red Sox do to prevent this? Well, unless they get some sort of weather machine from the New World Order, they're not going to be able to do much. Ah, Brian, you're not using your Nugan. Noogle? Nugan? Noodle? All that? My Nugan. What the fuck's a Nugan? Uh, so the question is, what can the Red Sox do to prevent this? If a hand warmer alone couldn't help price against the Yanks, what more could be done? NFL quarterbacks uses pouch use pouches to keep their hands warm in the winter. Tom Brady always has one in January. Yeah, yeah, David Price is... is, is he's not playing in January. Um, so have the Sox talked to the league at all about getting some exception for price, whether it's a quarterback pouch or some other means of keeping his finger from losing feeling on the mound, they could make a compelling case given price's condition condition of what sucking, you know, making up excuses when he's not good. This guy made it to the major leagues, but you know, he's had this affliction his whole life. No problem. But it just, it just seems to happen when he's just not doing well. Man, I hate when that happens. Ugh. Just like my, just like my friend in Little League. Oh my God. He had a lot of excuses too. He was an asshole as well. We're open to helping David however we can with this, said uh, President of Baseball Operations Dave Dombrowski said in an email. To date, no formal ap- application is for any, ex- I can't even read, for any exceptions has been made. It would behoove them to figure something out rather sooner than later. The run of warm weather in October won't last forever. forever. <laughs> and if the Sox want to realize their World Series aspiration, Price needs to be able to feel his fingertips. Yeah, so according to this writer, we need, like I said, the weather machine. 
um, from New World Order, from that's it's all I can really think of. Or you know, whoever whoever pulls the strings and the levers and presses the buttons and all that, or David Price on the mound with a pouch, like a kangaroo, like a quarterback. I pray to God. I I am going to pray to God that David Price gets a pouch to put his pitching hand in after every pitch. That would be one of the most amazing things ever. No Red Sox fan could ever defend that 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 pussification of David Price wearing a pouch. You know what? Why get him a helmet too? Why give him some shoulder pads? I mean, get get give him it all. <laughs> Hey, maybe we have an emotional rescue. Maybe he can bring Astro out there to sit on the mound with him. <laughs> please, please, God, I, I will, I will, I will do anything so that David Price gets a pouch to put his hand. There's a strike. Puts his hand in the pouch. And there's one and oh, Price is ERA. So he's just sitting there. <laughs> Just looking at the catcher. Look at, look at Christian Vasquez. All right, what pitch? Take, all right, take my hand out of the pouch, put it on the ball. God, please, please. Oh, I don't, you don't understand how bad I want David Price to get a pouch. Get a pouch. Well, staying in line with, uh, crabby pitchers and, you know, just the, the same targets over and over again that the Red Ticket Blues podcast produces. Our old friend Matt Harvey. We bid adieu. And as I said on the podcast before, a few podcasts ago. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Now, do I feel sorry the guy got injured? Yes, I feel sorry for him. Okay. We don't, we, like I said before, good fans. Let's talk. We'll be talking about good fans in a little bit. Good fans. We don't wish injuries. That's not good. We don't, we, we want the best team, the best opponent, the best competition, everything. We don't wish for, for injuries. That's, that's just Bush League. That's Bush League. That's what the New York Jets would do. I don't know where that came from. That's, that's, I'm just trying to think of some tortured fan base. It really didn't even make any sense. But Matt Harvey, the way he has uh, just conducted himself throughout this entire thing. So, you know, Matt Harvey stinks. Uh, you're going to the bullpen. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. I, uh, I I go to, you know, Pinot Noir festivals and whatever. <laughs> Pinot Noir festivals? But but I'll go anyways and bitch and moan and sulk like a crybaby. And, you know, sit there with my, you know, my frown so all the cameras see me and shows you how upset I am and how I don't think I belong there. You know, and it's not justified for me to be in the bullpen when I should be ready, you know, be in the dugout with the starters. Whatever. That's that's basically what he was saying with that, that, that not a smirk, that frown. So, you know, he comes in after a few, few, few rough outings, I'd say, to say the least. They say, hey, Matt, you're going to the minors. Uh, no, no, no. I'm Matt Harvey. I'm the Dark Knight, you know. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the dark knight. I hold my pee in. I, I, I started the all-star game. I was in the world series a few years ago. I'm not going to the minors. All right, you're gone. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're nobody now. So this guy, where, where does Matt Harvey even go from here? I mean, what, talk about what a fall from grace. I mean, this was just a few years ago. This guy was starting the all-star game. He was, he was eating up everything in New York city. He thought his shit did not stink. It was, it was unbelievable how infatuated this guy was with himself and Met fans, you know, a lot of Met fans, you know, ate it up, you know, hook, line and sinker. Oh, dark night, Harvey day, Harvey day. And then there were other Met fans that were completely rational and said, man, I do not like this guy, but look at the talent. How can you not root for him? And I'm with you. I did the same thing with Alex Rodriguez. Same thing. I understand. Although, you know, Alex Rodriguez, 
you know, a little more longevity. Well, we know why. Blood spinning, steroids, HGH, Yuri Sircot, all that, you know, the cousin, cousin, peeing on, peeing on couches, no, peeing on floors, you know, all that stuff, you know, <laughs> peeing on rugs, like it's fucking Big Lebowski. Yeah. So that's Alex Rodriguez. But, uh, where does Matt Harvey go from here? He's what? He's still on the, on the, you know, the right side of 30. He could say, oh, you know, he's pitchers are pitchers, you know, when they're shot, they're shot. Yeah, I understand that. He also didn't, he never tried to really get a ton of other pitches. He always relied on that fastball. Now he's going to have to really reinvent himself now. Uh, what's he going to do? He wouldn't accept a minor league role with the Mets. So does he think some sort of major league team is going to give him a major league role? I saw that the Rangers were interested in him, which makes perfect sense. I mean, historically, the Rangers always get offense and shitty pitching. So he belongs there. Uh, and... Also, I think the Mariners were also interested as well, and uh, they kind of have the same MO, great offense. I mean, obviously Felix Hernandez, but great offense, you know, subpar pitching. Now, maybe David Price should go to Texas. It's always warm there. I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about the, the, the finger. I'm going to feel so bad if this guy's like has like some condition as like it was like hand amputated. This, you know, this, uh, this episode will be deleted. Uh, actually, that's not true. I'm not deleting any episodes. But... Just a fall from grace. And, and again, you know, I see some people, I don't take, I don't, I don't find it funny at all. You know, again, I don't find it funny that he had, that he had injuries. It sucks. He, he had to go through those. He pitched them and he's, he's a warrior. So give me the ball. I'm going to pitch until my, my agent tells me I can, but then I'm going to anyways, listen, he, he, he went for it and maybe it cost him his career. Maybe it did. You could have said, you know, I'm trying my best. I'm doing this. No, you have to be a dick the whole time. That, I mean, that's essentially what he was. So uh, the Mets are, are hanging on by a thread at this point. I think they uh, – did they win tonight? I know Francesa sort of went off on them today. Uh, I mean, they're, they're a rough product to look at right now. They really are. They – they oh, Jesus. Oh, they just win. I see that uh, it's 7-6 to six now against the Reds. It says midnight, but three outs. Does that mean the game's over? I don't – I'm not following. Uh, yeah, who really gives a shit anyways? It's the Mets. Um but yeah, you got you got Degrom's on the DL. Syndergaard is yeah. Listen, his numbers make it seem like he's doing great, but he you know he, he's had a few subpar outings. He says, but it's hurt. Jay Bruce, I think, had a home run today, but he's been garbage. I mean, we all know what 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 the Mets are. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that's what that's what, that's what they are. Uh, what else are we going to talk about here? I, you know what? I man, that David Price thing. I, I, I got to do a podcast like Wednesday night or Thursday morning, something t- just to see, just to have a little review of that, and if they talk about his pouch. Oh, his pouch. Uh, Kentucky Derby. Uh, I would hope everyone watched that. Uh, you know, the horses, They one horse ran faster than the other. And then they hosed it down and uh, they gave it oats. And uh, a few of the horses, they shot because they didn't perform well. Uh, is that what they do to the horses that don't perform well? Or is that where they get like a broken leg? They just shoot them. Or they just, just shoot them after. Yeah, I don't know. Not really sure. Not really sure at all. But I wanted to jump into this because this beat has become, uh, I guess, one of my 24 to 48 hour obsessions. And, you know, during the Yankees, uh, their, 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 their hot streak here, I've been paying attention to the beat writers more. And, I, and I'll tell you, I don't know if it's every team or if it's just the Yankees, but all of a sudden these beat writers have become fucking holier than thou. And... Let's 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 talk beat writers, and then we'll talk of of their their complaints, their grievances, their gripes with the common man, the peasant fan, all of that. Hi, hey, Ryman, huh? All right. I used to follow all of the Yankee beat writers, all of them. 
I don't follow any of them now. There's a certain level of, I don't know, arrogance or, or, or browbeating or just this idea that they are somehow better fans than us. Better in, in what way? I don't know why. They went to a school and they studied journalism and then they got a job and they got a notebook and they went to a stadium or a park and they sat there with a pencil and they wrote down things after the fact, then told us about them to think that they're some sort of special being. Columnists have a purpose. They give you an opinion. You may like it. You may hate it. It's a discussion. All right. And I'm not saying beat writers are useless. However, this, this, I, I guarantee, you know, what's really empowered them empowered. They're just, their, their existence is Twitter because no longer do they have to wait to tell you all these things. They've got a little edge now and they can tell you in real time. Hey, jackass, I'm watching it on television. You don't need to give me a glorified scorecard and, and act as if you are recreating something. As if you're some sort of, as, as if you're fucking Picasso or, or some other famous artist I can't think of. Someone like that, huh? So Rembrandt. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Fuck, yeah, put my pants there. But there, there's this level, I don't know what it is. Again, maybe this goes on in every fan base, but... The Yankee fan ba- the, the Yankee beat writers all of a sudden, I, 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 they're, they're, and someone made a great point today. Uh, let me, let me get, who was this? And that is, uh, a guy on Twitter here, Brian V1234 on Twitter. Writers are in a tough spot. They need the athletes, owners, and GS to, GMs to like them, or at least not hate them so they can gain access, access to their bullshit cliches that no one gives a shit about. Uh, I think the anti-booing helps that cause, but there is no reason to troll the fans on Twitter like some of them do. Very, very fair take. Now, I know that's a given, it's a given take. Uh, dealing with these athletes, you have to kiss their ass and treat them like gods, which they do, by the way. Um, but what kind of annoys me is what they brought to the fold this week, and they've been doing it. But there, there's some on the Yankee beat, and, and I'll throw out names: Eric Boland, uh, who all of a sudden booing is, is means you're a bad fan. Okay, so and I'm not talking the booing where you know Giancarlo Stanton goes four for four or four home runs and that strikes out to lose the game. Because if you're booing people like that, you need to have your seat, your, your tickets revoked. You should be barred from all stadiums. You, you go call WFAN, you know, Mike Gallego's cleats for Mike Trout. What do, what do you think, Mike? I mean, those are the kind of people that deserve that. So I'm not talking that kind of booing. I'm talking about, you know, hey, guess what? Someone sucks. I'm going to boo them. Responsible booing. Now, all of a sudden, I, I, what, what has happened to society now? What, what has happened? Why boo the players? That gets on them. I just don't see any point in it. It's it's not helping. Hey, asshole, I hate to break it to you. When you beep your horn in your car, guess what? That's not doing anything when you're sitting in traffic. Guess what? When you want a rally to happen and putting your hat in inside out, guess what? That doesn't help either. <laughs> Everyone's such a fucking little fanboy. It's unbelievable. These players, they don't give a shit about you. And I'm not saying that as, as if they're bad people. Some of them are probably very nice people. They don't care what you're doing at your home. They don't care if you're there saying, making a special sound that comes out of your mouth instead of, yay, boo, yay, boo. Do you think they go into the, in the locker room and cry? Like, you're not on the team. There's no special heaven smiley face emoji for fandom of fucking losers like you. I'm sorry. What, what, ugh. You know, Smarks and I, you know, the great Simon and Yonkers, you know, we, we both, we, we both join in an alliance against these people. And, you know, Simon has this wonderful tweet. And, and I, as I always do, giving, giving Simon all the, all the, all the news and all the publication in the world here. This is Simon here. Being a sports fan means accepting that your childhood dreams will not come true. 
You'll never have sex with actresses, work your dream job, or have money. You're actually relegated to rooting for someone else to do that. Booing is the last privilege broken people possess. I don't think it could be said any better than that. So these these beat writers who who let's let's talk about how creepy they are too. I mean Yeah, yeah, I was talking to so and so boy, he's got some really nice legs. Yeah, he's look at his arm. Yeah, you you like he's he's put together well. I mean, the way he just jumps off that in that batter's box. Oh yeah. Uh, guys, 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 they're children, all right? Uh you know, young men. Can 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 we keep it can, can just uh, try to control yourselves, all right? Fasten the belt a little harder there. Okay. Um I don't even know what that meant. But that's people are allowed to boo. Like, and, and and let me tell you something. If your booing is affecting a player, guess what? That player should not be in professional sports. People have reactions to things. Well, I'm just quiet when I when I see something. When when I, I don't boo my own team. When, when when things aren't going, I just I'm silent. I give them the silent treatment. Oh God, what what are you a girlfriend in high school? I give them the silent treatment. Imagine having a job where, where you're sitting there and you do a shitty job and just, this is the world we live in, all right? So if you want, if you want something, you know, done at your job, hey, hey boss, guess what? You know, I, I sent the email and they're considering things and we're going to have the meeting next Wednesday. Yay! Yay! Listen, it's not going to be exactly like that, but they're going to be happening. All right, Brian. Yeah, good job. Imagine if you went in there and you just went and said, so I missed the deadline and uh, it looks like they're going to go with somebody else. And the boss just sat there, silent. They didn't say anything. No, I'm not expecting them to boo you either. But I mean, I'm just trying to put it in some... Maybe it wasn't the best analogy. No, no, it wasn't. I know you're, you're going on. No, it wasn't, Brian. But th- think about that, though. I'm just supposed to... As a person who pays God knows how much money to get into those fucking stadiums, to pay $14 a beer, to take the subway there, to sit there and buy all sorts of crap... And then sit there and go, oh, don't worry, you know, fucking Stephen Drew, you'll get him next time. You're batting 137. You can do it, Skipper. I mean, what, what is wrong with you people? Again, I'm being a responsible booer. I'm not booing people. Like, even this weekend, and now listen, I'll be completely fair. One of the beat writers, the example that was brought up, why are they booing Dellen Batantis? Now, Dellen Batantis has sucked this year. He had, There's something going on between the ears, and he sucks bad. Sucks real bad. However, he had a shitty game there, all right? And, you know, and people want to get mad at Boone because, you know, he left in a pitcher more than one inning, which, you know, I'll get on my old man high horse for as long as I live. You know, listen, it might not be optimal to have him pitch two innings, but Christ almighty, don't tell me you fall apart and just wither and die like in a big, you know, like you're melting like in the Wicked Witch of the West or something. You have to pitch a second inning. Come on, give me a break. But uh, booing him in that sense and the fact that he's been good is like six, six or seven outings. He hasn't given up a run. Jesus, what, what an achievement. But I mean... At that point, yeah, I thought that was a little ridiculous in booing. But this idea that you can't boo your team, you're not a super fan, all right? Again, there's no special heaven for you. You're going to the same heaven or hell or plot of dirt where worms eat you that everyone else does, whether you booed or not. And guess what? The players aren't taking you off for drinks after the game, bringing you Chuck E. Cheese, or coming to your kid's birthday party. It's not happening. So all the beat writers, all the super fans, just let you know, you know, this isn't that important. So if I want to boo... That means doesn't mean I love that. If, if you're booing your team, you're not a real fan. Oh, what's a real fan? Are you a diehard fan? That means you die harder when they lose, because because you have that little going on in your life that you say, "Yeah, I'm a diehard." Oh, well, excuse me. I got pinstripes flowing through my veins. No, you don't, because that's not possible. You'd be dead. It's we're all red. We all we all bleed the same way. So stop with that stupid sports cliches. Again, go on WFAN and, and talk whatever you want. Go with the rest of the degenerates there. Jesus. Let me call. I gotta call Mike. Boy. Um. 
But that's my rant on that. I, I just can't stand that. And again, I'm, I'm responsible booing people, responsible, respectful in the moment when something really disappointing happens or someone sucks really bad. The idea that I would sit there with my arms folded, just like, well, that wasn't very good. We need a better job out of him there. Come on, bucko. Come on, slugger. I'm going to boo them. It will get their attention. Do you think, again, do you think these players, if, if they are that mentally weak that boos are affecting them, they should not be in professional sports. So if Giancarlo Stanton, who never said anything once, he said, listen, the fans are upset and I don't blame them. Oh my God. He, he didn't, he didn't just have a heart attack. He didn't have a stroke there. He made it through. Oh boy. He's a winner in my book. Oh, I'm going to get his tattooed on my back because I love him so much because I'm a diehard. I want, literally want pinstripes in my blood, in my veins. <sighs> End rant. So I think we'll leave it at that. And uh, I have to actually go right now. New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman resigns amid allegations he physically abused four women. Well, I'd have to say that they're probably more than allegations if he's a, if he's actually uh, resigning. But that's that. So uh, <laughs> I'm looking at just Simon's tweets. I'm sorry. Logging into bully beat writers and intercom employees. Yeah, did you see it? So uh, let me, I guess I'll end with this here. Um so uh, back after this, Fun House, as he's known on WFN. This is breaking news, by the way. Breaking news. It looks like he's been stripped of his, uh, you know, the emperor's clothes. They're gone. He, they, they've been ripped off. The guy who posts all sorts of, uh, you know, sorts of videos, Francesa, who, uh, what was he saying? Yeah, he got mad at the Mets today, and then he lied about something. Yeah, it's a typical day. Um, it seemed forced today, too. If you guys are listening and you listen today, it seemed forced to rant about the Mets. I don't know. I think it was just like, well, I got to give them something. I got to get these animals something. It's like when a player hits a home run. Maybe they'll stop booing now. Got them. Um, but he, he has a, an intercom employee has, I guess, tried to suspend him from Twitter. Boy, this is really inside baseball shit right here. <laughs> has tried to suspend him from Twitter. Funhouse has gone public with it with the guy's email. The guy has now deleted his uh, Twitter account. I will say on the Red Ticket Blues podcast, I have reached out to uh, this gentleman to talk I will not say his name. You can go on Twitter and find it. I will I'll just say I've reached out to him to discuss this. I highly doubt he would. Why would he? It would not behoove him in any way, shape, or form to uh, come on this podcast and say, yeah, it's called copyright infringement, all right? And I have no time for your dopey podcast. But, hey, if he does, that'd be great. Uh, so that's that. So if, if you want the Twitter drama, go for it. Um, so that is the podcast. And, and like I said, I'm, I think I'm going to uh, – is there anything else I need to talk about? I actually need to go. Uh, was there anything? Oh, Britt McHenry. That was the, that was the other thing I talked about her. What last podcast? So she takes these like contrarian views to stuff. Um, and what, what do you see? She just, just to get attention, just to get a morsel of attention. And what does she do? She, she comes out today and just says, or the other day she tweeted, uh, I got fired from ESPN because I made too much money and I was white. It's just like, will you stop? You're such a liar. Just, just, just stop You're 15 minutes. Like, are they not over yet? I don't understand why you are still talking about she's just doing anything for a job just throwing Molotov cocktails like I said into media publication she actually ended up deleting the tweet but whatever uh so that's that so everyone enjoy yourselves I'm gonna have to do a podcast after that price game to see how everything's going and uh let's see if that actually happens so enjoy the beat writers um I know they're probably waiting for the game so they can you know pass each other passed out like it's a Michael Jackson concert back in the day where their fainted bodies are all over the place but no booing no booing at all I am against booing I I I, I don't want to speak to you if, listen, if you listen to this podcast and, and by the way I, I I actually did a uh let's see 
I did a poll, which, listen, Kim Kardashian, I know what it's like to uh, light the internet on fire or what, break the internet. Because I put a poll up, and listen, it was late in the day, but still, I put a poll up. It got a whole 19 votes. <laughs> oh, baby. What kind of fan are you? Are you a responsible boor or an anti-boor? Responsible boors win 74% to 26%. That equals 100. So, uh, looks like more of you are with the uh, Team uh, Brian Simon uh, group. Um, we'll have to get Simon on to talk. I was going to, yeah, I should probably should have contacted him, have him go off about booing. It's such a stupid juvenile thing. It really is. And I understand the, the, how juvenile it is. However, like, who cares? Like, if you're getting that offended about booing, you, you, have, you have problems in your life. You have problems in your life. Again, response. We get it, Brian. You're beating a fucking drum here. All right. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. And, uh, you know, leave a review. Leave a review. I'm, I'm going to get some Red Ticket Blues t-shirts. I've been saying this for years. I'm just going to start giving them. I'm going to do our, some RTB trivia. Because everyone loves trivia. And just start giving the t-shirts out to people. And, uh... Yeah, so why not? I did, that just came to my mind. I'll have to plunk down some money from uh, all my big stock market gains, right? Uh, so iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13, at RedTicketBlues. And remember, on those uh, those devices, remember, not, not, not on Twitter, but, uh, you know, on those places, leave a review. It, they're, they're, I, I, I help them. I, I help them. I love them a lot. What was the last review? I don't think I – did I read the last one? I forget if I did or not. I'm going to read it anyways. So I got this one. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. No one really gives a shit. They're waiting for the credits. So I'm going to do it anyways. It's my goddamn show. So the last podcast review I got was three years ago. No, no, that's the first one. Uh, da, 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 uh, Thursday. So no. Okay. So it says Brian's on. That's the subject. Brian is like the Mike Francesa of sports podcasting. They're both Yankee fans, outspoken, and hate Boomer Esiason. Brian, however, has never fallen asleep on air. True. He's never faked a retirement only to come back four minutes later. True. And hawked some shady George Clooney tequila. True. And he's never been lied to by Alex Rodriguez. Well, I think we've all been lied to by Alex Rodriguez. Uh, Brian will never push some behind-the-times destined-to-fail app in the face of his listeners. Also true. The choice is pretty clear. Beautiful app. Beautiful review. Let's just hope the app's is good. All right. Um, all being said, I'm on a perfect combination. Check it. You say guns. I say we start live. Well, if you got beef, son. Now you tell I won't die. Don't meet me on an island where the Cubans beat the Haitians. Or won't meet the verbal lyrical assassination. From L.A. to Brooklyn, why you doing all that talk? You think you got a soul, but you're a dead man walk. Yo, toast the host. From coasts we boast. When we meet again, I will be Casper, that friendly ghost. Yo, hit shots like the show cops. Things are still the same. I'm still throwing crops. Why Clef would be real? Let me feel better yet. Kill a big kid. Yo, be real, watch it real. The feathers from your skin How you gonna win? That's like Satan With no sin It'll never happen While I'm rapping I'll be watching The Philistines Creeping up in Manhattan The sun turned to blood Why Clef produce a trap with mugs But there's no survivors They all died in the flood Open up your eyes You'll be the next one to die high 
Open up your eyes, you'll be the next one to die high. 